Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. We're coming up on the last 90 days of 2021. How crazy is that? And you know what's so cool? In 90 days, like 90 days of focus could set you apart for year or years to come. That's why Sandy and I created the 90 Day Habits Journal, which we've talked about on the podcast before. But specifically for all our network marketing friends and listeners, not only do we have a 90 Day Habits Journal to help you track and grow daily income producing activities, we now have a 90 Day Planner to help you map out your quarter, map out the last 90 days of the year. Check in on weekly business plans, monthly overviews, setting goals, visualizing, and really putting forth a game plan. So the 90-Day Habits Planner, and we just launched a special edition, spiral-bound hardcover, 90-Day Habits Journal as well. You can get the bundle on sale right now for $49.99, best ROI in the game, right? For $50, you can grow your business daily. I promise you, if you lean into these tools and resources, where you can be 90 days from now will be extraordinary. Check it out at 90dayhabits.co, that's .co, and use code GETTINGMAGNETIC15 for 15% off. We back. We're back together. We're together. We've been doing a lot of solo episodes, which has been fun, but we were like, let's come together and do one. Sandy, oh man, you've been killing it lately. So are you. (laughs) We're always better together though. But we came together, we were talking about a topic. We heard this at a leadership retreat, and this quote stopped us both in our tracks, and we're like... Let's just start with that intention and see where the episode goes. And the quote was, our choices become our children's consequences. And obviously, Sandy and I as parents, you know, to be leading up to parenthood, that stopped us dead in our tracks. That hit us hard. It was like, whoa, every choice we make day in, day out is shaping and creating our future and will become our child's consequences. So let's open that up. Mm, Dissect it. Yeah. So when I hear that, it makes me think, like, I feel like we do the best that we can with the knowledge that we have, right? Every single person does. So it's kind of like in situations, it's like, I did the best I could, like at that time in my life or with the tools that I had. And so wherever you are in your life, as you listen to this, like, I hope that this impacts you in a way of being like, almost like preventative Mm -hmm. of like, Ooh, how do I be mindful about this? So that I maybe don't carry on things that didn't feel so good in my childhood or what, you know, maybe breaking those generational curses or overcoming things that feel like, oh, it's just the way it is, or I've always been this way, but instead being intentional around, I'm going to change that because it stops here and it's not going to keep affecting our family. I love that. I think there's so many layers to this idea or this quote, and obviously it's not you know, some people will may never have children, may never want children. So you can substitute children with legacy. You're, you know, 
your choices become your legacy's consequences. Whatever lives on beyond you, the choices we make today will be our legacy or our children's consequences, good or bad. And when I think about this, I think there's a point in our life and it evolves even more where it's no longer about us, right? Where I realize there's a point in my life where it's no longer about me. When you're growing up and you're a teenager, you're, you're self-centered, the world revolves around you. And then even into your 20s, as you grow up and mature, and there's different life experiences that can teach you things and make you more selfless or less self-centered. But it's about you. It's about you. It's about you. It's about me. It's about me. And then maybe when you get into that loving relationship, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, it's no longer just living for me. You know, I'm living for us. I'm living for another as well. I'm, I'm putting them before myself even a lot of times. And then I think, you know, not that we've had a child yet, but when I think about that, it's like, wow, this is just no longer about me anymore. This is about my family. This is about our children. This is about everything. And all the choices I make will be my child's, my children's consequences. If I choose to snooze, it's easy to snooze your alarm, especially one day. Like, oh, what is, what's today going to do? But when I start to reframe it and think it like, my choice right here is my, is my child's consequences. If I don't snooze my alarm and I get up and I get and I do my morning routine and I get to the gym and I get my work done and I do all the things like that, that sets the tone for the day. If I snooze, like, oh, it's, it's easy to do. But when I attach it to my child's consequences or legacy, like it becomes so much more powerful. Like this isn't me, Wade, snoozing the alarm. I'm snoozing on my children. I'm snoozing on my future. I'm snoozing on their future. I'm choosing snoozing on my legacy. So that's kind of what I've started thinking about with this. Something that comes up for me, because to me, I need like tangible examples, like the snooze, like we've all snoozed and we will continue to snooze. Like, so that's kind of like a fluffy, I'm just being real. Like <laughs> that wasn't a good one for me because it's like someone snoozing once. Yes, I understand the compounding effect and we talk about that a lot, but I'm talking like bigger things, like mm -hmm. more serious situations, kind of like how you show up like overall. And it's kind of back to that concept of like when you walk into a room, do you light it up and do you add so much value? And like, there's this energy and this vibrance where people like literally from across the room are like, who is that person? Right? Like you're either, either adding or you're like sucking away the energy. And we've all been both. We've all been the energy givers and we've all been the energy suckers. And it feels so good to be the giver, right? And so it's kind of like overall in your life, like when you look at the big picture, are you giving back more and showing up more than you're taking? That's kind of how I think of it is like, it's not about the one granular specific, oh, this day I slept 10 minutes past what I was supposed to. And now my children's going to have a consequence for the rest of their life. No, it's the bigger, the bigger thing around that of like, like, for example, food, like maybe every day you pick up your kid from school and you're like, we go through Chick-fil-A or the McDonald's drive through every single day. Okay. That, that is a habit that is going to seriously have consequences, right? It's kind of things like that, that maybe don't seem like a big deal, but that are going to have a imprint that will negatively impact. That's kind of how I'm thinking of it. Yeah. I, when I zoom out and think big picture, I think about the choices I make as far as our future and providing and career and all the things and becoming the best version of me. I think in staying put, if I were to think if I stayed put, you know, in my finance career as an employee, just 
growing steadily but surely, I would have sacrificed a lot of time away from the family. I would have sacrificed me growing into my highest and best potential. I would have sacrificed a lot of the growth, becoming the best version of me. So what I think back to is staying put and and not reaching for the best version of me and putting myself out there and going for it and starting the business and building the business and being willing to do what most people aren't willing to do and doing all of those things. Like if I wasn't doing that, like that would me just staying put, staying complacent, staying comfortable is me being selfish, is me making it about me and my comfort zone. When you bring in really, I guess at the end of the day, a why and my my child or my legacy will reflect my choices I make day in, day out. It, it just becomes so much bigger than you. And so it's like staying put where I am right now is me being selfish because there's a much better version. There's a better husband of weight out there. There's a better father of weight out there. There's a better leader of weight out there. And it's up to me. It's my responsibility to wake up every day and align my actions and my choices towards that. And it is really the small things that add up. But it, in at the end of the day, it's that that monumental, okay, I can't stay put because if I do those, will that will be my, my child's consequences. Yes. And I think no one knows like you know about whether or not you're in alignment. Like you know the answer. You can do a very quick check-in and know like, am I vibing high? Am I in a good place? Am I proud of where I'm at? Like are all these things falling in line or do I feel off course? And that's kind of your answer there. But like, just to reflect on what you just said, Wade, about like, I often think about where we would be right now if we didn't take the risks, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, it honestly scares me. It terrifies me. It could make me sick to my stomach of just thinking like what our life would look like, where we would live, what we'd be doing for a living, what our lifestyle would be, what our marriage would be like, like all Mm -hmm. the things if we just, stayed the course and did the safe thing and you stayed in your corporate job and you never hired Nick and Megan Unsworth to do your coaching. And I never leaned into starting our network marketing business. And I just, you know, stayed with the job I hated at real estate. That would have, that right there is thinking of, you know, our children's consequences. They would be raised thinking that you just get a job that you don't like and you just show up until every single day, no matter what. And, you know, you live for you live for the weekends and you don't get to see your parents much. And the whole purpose of life is just you work your ass off to be able to make a living and you're trading time for money. And it would teach them that anything that they want to go for is not possible because they would have two examples of parents that weren't living full out. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what, what comes up for me. Yeah. And on the flip side, yeah, right now to think about that now in the present is like we are the people we have decided like this is who we are we are the people who go for it who take risks who start the business who reach beyond what seems realistic or or we're capable of we're constantly striving to grow ourselves and we're fostering this environment for for our our child for our children for the future and i'm so i'm it's a work in progress like we're definitely not perfect and we're always striving to grow i think growing is living like as living beings we need to always grow to feel alive and we're always growing and sandy and i have so much growth ahead of us but i'm proud of the environment we fostered to bring a child into the world and you know their consequences are a result of our choices so it just it keeps coming back to 
gosh, this is so much bigger than me. Like my choices are so much bigger. The ripple is so much bigger than just my little world. It spreads so much further beyond that. And thinking about our children growing up in an environment where they see their parents going for it and taking risks and adding value and creating and reading and doing a morning routine and all these different things like that. I feel like that's going to rub off and that's going to create an environment for them to reach and dream and go for it and risk and fail and win and all the different things. And so I think we all need to, as humans, evaluate that, that concept of our choices become our children or the next generation's consequences. So it's that inner self-evaluation, like what choices am I making? And does it align with that, that vision I have? Because their future is predicated on our present and on our present habits, choices, decisions, actions, all the things. It's such a like deep concept to think about. One of my biggest mentors said this once and it really, really stuck with me. And I know different people, different backgrounds, different cultures may have different stance on this. She said something about how if you grow into your old age and you don't have a safety net, like you don't, like you're basically expecting your children to take care of you. Like she's like, that's the most selfish thing you could do. Mm. And I was like, damn, because, and I think part of that, like I said, is cultural because I see, you know, we have family members in our life, you know, like Hispanic background, or I mean, I'm thinking of a few examples of people where Mm -hmm. that is the culture and that is the norm. It's like, well, everyone pitches and takes care of grandma or does this or does that, even if it puts every single family at a bigger strain to be able to bring grandma on this vacation or pay for her plane ticket, that is the culture and that is what we do. And so, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but When this woman shared this concept, she was like, you know, it is not your offspring's responsibility to take care of you in your old age. Mm. If you are sitting there like a leech waiting for them to take care of you, you didn't do your job. And I was like, damn, Damn. like that was powerful. And um, it's something too. like, I mean, it can't feel good to be the person that needs to depend Mm -hmm. on their kids and put, you know, their kids and maybe their grandkids in a situation where it's like, oh, I'm relying on you. But that concept always like has stuck out to me um, of just like, okay, I am building something that is going to create such legacy wealth. Like it's going to be the exact opposite. Like I mean, we're definitely going to need to drive home. We will drive home and cultivate that, you know, environment where our lasting legacies will work hard for what they get, but mm-hmm. they also will never be in a position where they need to take care of us. And right. that's something I'm very, very mindful of. So I don't know what, it, when you heard her say that, like oh what came gosh. up for you with that? That hit me hard because it's like, if you depend on your children to take care of you, especially financially and mainly financially at the end of you know, your, your life, were you ever independent? Because, you know, as babies, we're in, we're dependent, right? We need our parents to, to live and we grow up and, you know, we rely on our parents financially and then we become an adult. But then if it just comes back full circle, where like in your old age, you don't have enough to like retire comfortably and your kids have to take, you know, take you on financially, like that is dependence. And I was like, damn, that hit me hard. I'm going to make for damn sure that not only are we comfortable 
at that time where we can do whatever we want and we're financially set up to free to for freedom. But I feel like even further than that, it's like, no, we're going to be those grandparents that are like super fun that have the amazing beach house that everyone wants to come to. And they're like, not even, they're not even taking care of us. Like we're putting on the family vacations. We're doing all of the things. We're leaving the legacy behind where, you know, you leave some of your, your assets or whatever it is at the end of your life to other people, to charities, to things that live on past you. And that is your legacy, your children, your, your grandchildren and everything you worked for in your life. And so that, that was huge. And it, it, it just comes back to each day. It's easy to get caught up in like, I'm doing this for me. This would benefit me in the short term, but that long-term thinking of, your children's future, your grandchildren's, your legacy, your where where are you gonna be at ninety? What is your life gonna look like? Like that, the long game is everything. You know what's coming up for me right now? My brain's like going through a tangent. You know how like every little decision in your life can have this like drastic. Like right now, if I got in my car and drove out of our neighborhood and I turned right versus turning left, it could actually change the course of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could turn right and there could be like a crazy accident or there could be an incredible opportunity or I could turn left and do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it could totally like derail or totally like amplify this incredible situation. It makes me think of like, like it makes me think of our story, honestly. Like Mm -hmm. when I was after my mom passed away and I came out to Boston to visit your mom and how I was supposed to leave and that train that I was supposed to be on derailed on its way to get me. Like it literally crashed and I was supposed to be on that train And when I think about that whole sequence of events and just like when I backtrack it to like, oh, well, what if I what if I'd booked the this train or what if I had made it on that train or got on the earlier stop or like I think of all these like little compounding like things and like where we'd be in life. And it just makes you it makes me feel like every little decision matters and like every little decision. It may seem so small in the moment, but like it really does. It can course correct or course change like your whole reality and so it's like thinking through like 10 years from now like today is September 2021 I forget what day it is but think like 10 years from now in September of 2031 what decisions did you make today that are going to put you in a completely different place then and it's like having that vision of looking back like that was the time when I Mm. decided to do this or lean into that or I stopped doing this or I cut these toxic people out of my life or I made this huge pivot or change or I did the scary thing or whatever it is yeah I just love thinking of like how like our choices really do matter and it really does every little thing that you do does show up in some way I I got chills during that when you were just talking for a few different reasons because kind of the concept of the choice of me going right or left and it can drastically alter my life or a train derailing and us coming together and falling in love and the rest is history like all these little things and it makes you think like gosh what if it's kind of scary to think about and I'm kind of going on a whole nother tangent here but I'm excited to explore it it's scary to think about like what do all my decisions like gosh am i in the full captainship like 100% responsibility for my life in the sense that i have to decide to go right or left right now or this or that and what i've realized is i looked up when sandy was saying these things and there's a we got a gift uh from a dear friend 
And it says, perhaps there's a quote. It says, perhaps they are not stars in the sky, but rather openings where our loved ones shine down to let us know they are happy. In loving, oh, I'm going to cry. In loving memory of your mother. And then it's uh, dated on our wedding date, December 31st, 2018. And, and there's coordinates of where we got married in the Dana Point Harbor. And it just, I got chills down my spine. It made me think we make all these choices in our life, but we're also guided. Like we are co-creating our life. And whether, whatever your belief system is, there's in, in the higher power, whether it's God, it's the universe, it's our loved ones, spirits like within us, like we are co-creating our life. So when we choose to go right or left, we almost have those guardian angels or whatever we want to call them making and, and guiding us and leading us down the right path too. So it takes some of that responsibility off of like, whoa, do I, am I just doing in charge of everything here? And I've come to realize that it's that balance of I'm in charge of making the right choices for me and my family. And, but at the same time, I'm co-creating my life with that higher power, with that universal energy, with, you know, my loved ones watching over me. And I think that is a very comforting, empowering feeling. And I know that's a huge tangent, but I feel like I had to say it. It was, it was, came to me. One more thing I want to say, and then we can wrap this up. Fraser Brooks and I, if you guys haven't listened to that episode with Fraser, it was one of my favorites. Him and I were DMing the other day on Instagram he had posted a story, you know, one of those things where you can do a poll or a questions box or whatever. And it said like, do, do you have a coach? And I voted yes. And then it said, if you voted yes, like what, what have you learned from them or something like that? And so I slid into his DMS and I'm like, yes, I have a coach. I think everyone should have one. And, um, I told him, I'm like, you know, the biggest thing I feel like I've learned from Kayla craft and working with her the past six months is like, to trust my intuition and that all the answers are already within, within me. Like I know where I need to go. I know what I need to do. My gut always guides me in the right direction. I might need to talk it through. I might need to play through scenarios. I might need to think on it, sleep on it. But what she has taught me is that like I'm my best teacher and that there is no wisdom outside of me that I don't have reach. Like it's not within reach. Like everything I need, all the answers are already within me. And so it's given me like such power that like almost like I'm all I need. Mm. Like that sounds kind of weird, but mm -hmm. like, like it's basically like trusting myself and like even just reflecting on that event we had the other night, I, I was sharing, gosh, this episode, we're going all over the place, but, <laughs> um, I was sharing the other night that one of my biggest insecurities a few years ago when I was starting my network marketing business was like that I'm not a leader worth following. I'm like, who would want to follow me? Like, why would anyone want to join me in business? Like, I have never had like any impressive job. I've never made much money. I've never like, I don't know, done anything super impressive. I never got good grades in school. Like I'm a very average person. Like, why would anyone want to duplicate what I've done? Like, so I had this huge limiting belief of like, I'm not a leader worth following. And so one of my biggest affirmations, like something that has like guided me the past few years, like I tell myself that all the time, especially in moments of insecurity, I'll tell myself, I am a leader worth following. I am a leader worth following. I am a leader worth following. Like I just constantly drive that home to myself to the point where I've like actually tricked myself into believing it. 
And now I know that I'm a leader worth following. It wasn't an easy journey to get there. And I still have moments where I'm like, am I a leader worth following? But my point being in all of that is like through working with Kayla and having a coach and, you know, doing all this mindset work and these things is like, only we know our power, only we know what we're capable of, but it's never going to come out unless you like express it, unless you work on it, unless you put intentional like time and energy and effort towards that part of you coming out to bless other people. I don't know. Lots of thoughts over here. Yeah. I think we teased on a few we teased, topics of yeah. future episodes there. Yeah. But Hey, that was us sharing our hearts, raw, vulnerable. This is, this is my favorite type of episode. It's basically Wade and I having a conversation. This is like basically our day-to-day life mm-hmm. <laughs> and just hitting record so you guys can hear like, I don't know, we're just talking through it all together. So I'd love to know what came up for you through this. What, what did this spark in you? What did this um, bring up for you? What did this make you think of? How is this inspiring you to um, show up bigger, show up better? Yeah. I think that's it. It's a self-reflection episode. It was really just us self-reflecting within ourselves. And hopefully that empowers you to do the same. And we love hanging out with you guys. If you absolutely love this episode, we ask, will you share it? Will you tag us? Getting Magnetic is growing, you guys. We hit 100,000 downloads last week. Super cool. Uh, Just because it's amazing. That seriously blows my mind, Blows my mind. It's amazing to connect with you all and... And just, oh, I can't even put into words. So the way that our podcast like grows is obviously you guys continuing to listen and you sharing it with people. If you ever listen to an episode and you're like, wow, my friend Charlie would really love this. Like it's very easy to click share and just send it to them and say, hey, I just listened to this great episode. It made me think of you like enjoy. That's a great way to pay it forward. Do you guys pay it forward every day? So that's a great way to do it. Um, And also, if you're loving the content that you're hearing, we would so appreciate a five-star review on Apple. That's like how we continue to stay a top-ranked podcast. That's how we continue to grow. Um, And we want to hear from you. Like, what are your favorite parts? So let us know. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of the Getting Magnetic community. And we are sending you all the love and light. All the love and light. We'll see you guys Friday. So if you're anything like me, you may get to a point in your business where you feel like you need some one-on-one coaching, you need some accountability, maybe you're ready to level up in your business and you're really hard on yourself and you feel like you need someone outside of you to help hold you accountable, to help you see those blind spots, to help you do that deep inner work and figure out like what are those limiting beliefs, what is holding you back and just to help you overall blossom and become a better version of you. So a few months ago, I actually hired Kayla Kraft with Mommy Millionaire. I've been working with her and she has an incredible program called the Millionaire S Society. So if you're an entrepreneurial mom who needs a high-level coach to finally break through without paying the high-level fees, this could be a program for you. So because you guys are loyal listeners of our podcast, Mommy Millionaire is offering you a 25% off discount on your first month of the Millionaire S Society. So head over to mommymillionaire.co slash C-R-I-T-I-D-E-S, that's mine and Wade's last name, to sign up and take advantage of this amazing offer. Trust me, you're going to be thrilled that you did this. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. Magnetic.